You're listening to the Potato Candy Network. Hello and welcome to Blank Scenario. I am Marie, a.k.a. a queen in yellow. Sorry. <laughs> Let me try that again just because I got stuck halfway queen in yellow with a fur ball. <laughs> I don't know how to write mm-hmm. that in the info under the... Are we locking that in? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I am Marie, a.k.a. a queen in yellow. I am Sir Isaac, Sir Sasquatch. I am Casey Grumpy Elf. I am Emily Darkling. And today, Casey, in your spooky shirt, has the inspiration. Don't be telling people when we're recording this. (laughs) By the way, that was the smoothest intro we've ever had. That was. Okay, so the intro or the scenario that I have today is actually based around a crazy, insane animal. I was listening to a podcast that was going over some historical events in Australia, and they were talking about the introduction of camels into Australia because they're not native to that environment. And the story that they were telling was about Harry the camel. I know which one this is now. And Harry the camel is infamous as being a feral camel that ended up in Australia, and he is infamous because he shot his owner. Now, Emily, I would like for you to describe to our listeners Isaac's face as he heard that. It is awake, jaw agape, eyes wide. Would you describe it as Christmas face? <laughs> can, can I just explain where my brain's at right now? Yes, sure, go, go for, for it. it. Left brain is how, <laughs> right brain is why, center brain is what was the gun? So if you want to know more about this, there's a, the podcast Do Go On is the one that I recommend going and listening to. And I think it was, whatever episode it was, it was about crazy animals or animal stories that they did. And it's a mini report that they did in it because it was for a live show. But they were discussing Harry the Camel, who was brought over on an expedition of Australia that these, I believe he was a, a British guy, was trying to do. He was one of several different camels. He was one of the few that they got to keep because some of them, I think, ended up running off at the beginning of the expedition. So they just had Harry and Harry was known to be mean and vicious and never cooperated with anybody. And like near the end of this expedition, whenever everybody has left, there's mostly nobody there except for Harry and John something or another, his owner. And John was trying to either clean or reload his weapon while it was still in the satchel on Harry's back. And Harry moved whenever John was trying to get him not to and caused the gun to go off and shot his owner. And his owner died of the wounds as Harry just went off into the desert. Dude. So for this prompt, the thing we we could do one of two things with this. I would love to make this a bounty hunt where you are tracking down perhaps a druid who has transformed into a camel or gotten accidentally transformed into a camel and is trying to transform back or any any person who has. Or we could do this purely as just an insane creature that is highly intelligent and your party is just trying to track them down. However you wish to do that, one of those two. But I see somebody who's super excited on my left. Okay, but there is this movie with Charles Bronson. It's called The Great White Buffalo in which he plays Bill Hickok in the ends of his days and then he pairs up with Crazy Horse to go after this giant white buffalo. And this buffalo's mad. He's killed like 
a thousand people or something. But the whole movie is about them going after it. Crazy Horse is like, my Indian brethren are dead, and now I have to kill this white buffalo. White buffalo is sacred, so on and so forth. What if this is a sacred animal to somebody that you have been tasked with taking care of it because there is a very important event coming up? It seems like that always happens. It has to be done soon. So timeline is this animal in particular is appreciated as worshipped but it just so happens to be insane and now it's going around killing people so you're thinking like operation dumbo drop the horror version i mean how i would play it it would be it's a sacred animal that you must take out because it's up and murdering people and they no good so let's get that fixed all right, so Isaac. Was, was the wound in the foot? No, was it? He was so he shot. He <laughs> probably sh- center mass. The way that he was. No, it wasn't center mass. <laughs> Headshot. He lost. He lost a couple of fingers. Marie has to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I'm just trying to figure out. Okay, if it's his foot, that makes sense that the camel walks away and he can't catch up to the camel. If it's his gut, that makes sense too. But just so long as it blew up while he was working on it, if he was holding it center mass. If it's his hand, the only way he can die is gangrene. So it was in the middle of the desert. Uh He got shot shot and lost a couple of fingers and also lost some teeth, is what was said. So odds are it shot him in the face. That wasn't murder. That was a Darwin Award. No, that was Harry. Oh, man. (laughs) That was absolutely Harry. That's... So he died on the way. So I, there's a dryad that transformed okay. himself into a camel, and he's peeved with being, it's the only way he could get out of the country, but instead of getting to somewhere green and luscious, where he could transform into just his regular human self, he transforms into a camel, gets kidnapped, and is like, well, I'm in a desert. I'm not going to deal with this, and this idiot just won't leave me alone. Oh, God, perfect. That gives me makes ideas. me think Harry Potter with the um, rat. Okay, that they makes never more did sense. find the camel, to my understanding. That makes more sense. So he's out there somewhere. Because I just get the vision. Oh, I'm shot. I'm lying on the desert ground as my camel is slowly walking into a sandstorm, and I never see him again. That's a good horror movie. Kind of, because I mean that yeah. works. I will go with either prompt. I'm just trying to understand how this happened well that would be where we lock in our information so where do we want to start with this one so how many days was it between him getting shot and him dying he was shot on the first and died on the 23rd so several days okay probably yeah at this time period so i like the idea then that you have the this person's come back from expedition you could set this up in a more a much more wild area so almost i'm thinking of chult that idea I just have this picture in my head of your team walking into town as at the other end of town. A guy comes in with, he's got a bloody mouth because he can't, because his <laughs> teeth were shot out. <laughs> what happened? Writes it down. Kill the camel. And drops dead. And drops dead. And that's the whole prompt that you have to go. Someone comes into town injured and like, what happened? The animal went crazy or something, and so you're now tasked with finding out how did this animal manage this of something, obviously for the prompt, it needs to be a lot more of a deliberate attack, not just he accidentally turned around. Speak with the dead. Um, So like the camel, or like the animal somehow actually fired a bow at him. Crossbow Mm -hmm. would work. See, posable thumbs is just where I go. No, they've got cloven hooves. Uh, (laughs) Some kind of game you peasants play. (gasps) I'm a camel. 
I'm a llama. I'm a llama. I'm a llama face. <laughs> I think where where I'm starting to go with this is I think the lore behind this, you can make up an infinite number of stories as to how this happened. And all of it just be a legend, and when you get there, you realize none of them are true. So you can come up with any lore you want for how this happened, as long as it's super anticlimactic at the end, how it really happened. It's just a really mean camel, and the guy lied through his teeth because he didn't want to look stupid. That works. We could make this Moby camel. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, actually. Just You have to go find this camel in the middle of this empty, vast land, basically. While fighting off other things, but he also had to prove to this guy, because I think it would work best if the guy doesn't at least immediately die, that he will offer a reward if you kill the camel for him. But you have to prove it's his camel. But so you have to go back, and find dead. this specific camel. I mean, he could be, or he could be dying either way. That gives us a time element before he dies. Yeah. So do you want to lock that in yeah, that I'll you are tasked with in. killing the camel? I actually want to lock in that he lives. Oh, because I like the idea. Now that we mention it, I like the idea of making him a Captain Ahab in this situation. <laughs> that he is now obsessed with finding this camel and this picture of this camel running through the desert that's got like harpoons and spears sticking out of it, and yet it's still off and going. So that whenever you finally do catch up to it, you have this image of just the camel looks up at you and is just. <laughs> you know it yeah. you, you found me rather than this evil camel <laughs> so would you be contracted by this guy to go with him then potentially that yes. this is not he just this is something he's been doing for years to try to find this camel yeah. and so everyone in town knows he's crazy but it's easy money you wander the desert for a couple of weeks it should be a piece of cake you come back and just as soon as your players get out there you realize it's gonna go so wrong okay but he's not injured when you meet him. He's missing all his front teeth. Yeah. He's got this massive Jonah Hex scar down the side of his face, and he's missing several fingers on his left hand. You're like, what happened? He's like, hello, there's a camel out there trying to kill me. But I got it first. <laughs> you do what now? There's a camel out there. He's trying to kill me. I like that. He has his lackey who's been with him. He's like, yes, he was a member of a noble family. And then his camel tried to kill him. And they've disowned him. But he still has an inheritance that keeps him quiet. So we have uh, Lord Ahab. <laughs> who is going to pay you money to go with him and hunt down a camel. And I'm guessing, in my mind, there'd be a bonus that he'll pay you to go out there. So it's like, you know, a gold a day kind of thing. And supplies is covered for it. Mm -hmm. And then if you find the camel and kill it, you'll get a bonus on top of that. It's a great white camel. Yeah. So there's an incentive to go with him. But there's also an incentive to kill the camel as well, not just waste your time. I think it would work best if you want to lure your players into this of having him just be a camel rustler. That he goes out into the desert and finds mm -hmm. camels out in the desert to bring back to civilization. And while you're out there, you just happen across the path of one that he knows and now suddenly you're on this expedition stuck out in the desert. That's closer to Moby Dick than than just, <laughs> I'm going to hire you on to find a camel. Uh -huh. I like that because then two of your players end up stuck in the desert as this guy goes Precisely. off. And you oh, don't get paid if he dies. Precisely. So you have to keep him alive oh, wow. and figure out how to get him back to get paid. And now you've I'm got lock that in. a sand surfer that they're they're riding around on in the desert. That's their ship. I'm sorry. I'm just getting distracted. Oh, this is so perfect. Oh, I like it a lot. I'm like, this is good. 
I like the idea of going out into the desert, and while you're out there, you see mirages of camels, and you follow them. And there's this one, it almost looks white, like this, is it the mirage? You can't really tell, it's kind of red? And Lord Ahab is like, oh, they're here, the camels look like so, just so I understand, we are on an expedition to round up camels, and we come across the one that yes. did this to them. Can I upgrade our animal? Oh, dear. What? Oh, no. So, this is based on a podcast I was listening to. They go to a desert, and they have sandities. Sand manatees that they ride. And apparently, in Zelda Breath of the Wild, you have sand seals. Okay. That is much closer to a whale than a camel is. So we are. Lit- so they can burrow into the sand and swim essentially through sand. You're thinking Dude. just desert Moby Dick. Yeah. This is yeah. This is Moby Dick just with sand. <laughs> can we, See, or do you want to stick with I, the camel? I would the stick with the camel sillier. if you wanted to make it legit Moby Dick. Mm-hmm. Purple worms. Oh, true, true. That's how you expand that. So then it would be the great white worm and all of that kind of stuff that you would do. So for right now, I would stick with the camel because we're we're heading more into a serious territory if we make it serious. That, that's fair. Okay. Okay. So camels yeah. also spit, which would be very interesting to just have your party of. Okay, we captured this camel. It's not that dangerous. Acid spit. It's spitting on me, and it's really gross. What could be really fun with this? And I know I always go to items, but what could be really fun with this is that that camel has gained some level of sentience or wow. some level of that insanity from some item. That Lord John Ahab has not told you he found on that expedition. He (laughs) stored it on it. Storing it on it was the same as wearing it. And that camel gained the benefits of that item. So not only does he spit, it's also acid spit. (laughs) The item is essentially a magnet for other magical items. He was using it to help him find. It's basically (laughs) almost like a detect magic item. He's magnet fishing. Yeah. So basically, this item will help attract magical items to you so easier to find. It's stuck on the camel's back. So the camel's been attracting magical items to it. You don't know what it can do now. I'm just picturing a camel running through the desert now with the Mario Invincible music going. <laughs> I mean, think of how many cursed items end up in a desert. The camel doesn't care about the curse. Oh, it's, it's not just that. It's that this camel can be undead at this point if you want it to because if an item comes to it that keeps restoring its health yeah or does something there That's are true. predators in the desert you're gonna come across a camel that is a lot more beat up than originally if you want to i would have a medallion around a hump or around its neck or something that's just giving it health back so this thing is beat up and gnarly that could be the reason. Oh, now that. Okay, never mind. You see this abnormally looking camel. It's seen better days. It's kind of mangy looking. Mm-hmm. It's got not necessarily saliva dripping down its face because, you know, desert camels. But it does have kind of like this sparkle in its eye that doesn't seem natural. <laughs> it goes so too hard. So what What are the, because th- you're about to lock we in another in. one. Mm-hmm. What are the three that we currently have? Um, so I've got them written down. I want to lock in the magical item that attracts other items. Because that will also give you an easy way of giving any magical abilities to this camel. And then we have um, Lord John Ahab is trying to find this white camel. And you've been hired by him under the pretense of basically camel wrestling in the desert. Just finding loose camels. And he'll eventually end up distracted by this white camel that shows up. So Ahab and then the cam- camel <laughs> wrestling. Yep. Are this, what's the other two? Yep. Okay. Yep. And like you were saying, Emily, you know. You could have them being diseased even, potentially. <laughs> I love, especially with cursed items, you could have it be where the curse is you can never die, but you'll be an 
you know, pain forever kind of thing. Camel's not going to understand. This is a camel. It just wanders around and now it's just mad at you because it's in pain, exactly. but it can't die. <laughs> Question on the magic item. Let's say that the party does get to him. At, well, maybe this is something I need to include later. Yeah, it, it may be in the party's best interest to not remove that from the camel. Because mm-hmm. if it really is possessed, you're going to get possessed instead. Or the or the suitor's like, I've grown accustomed to being in a camel. I would like to stay. He has yeah. become a camel of devouring. Yeah, I think in my mind, this is a probably not necessarily a super powerful item. Oh. This would be something that almost like a... Um, kind of like a metal detector mixed between an actual magnet that it brings the items to you but they're not going to just you don't find every single one of them so your camel doesn't have 20 or 30 items on it it has maybe two or three that's picked up maybe there is you know a ring and a oasis that it drank so now there's a ring stuck inside of it (laughs) somehow maybe (laughs) something got stuck into the into its pack so it's only got one or two really powerful things but it's got you know like this cursed gold that's popped up somehow and is now in the pack so it's got some really minor things you could find as well but as far as big powers and cursed items it's not going to be too op at least i just love the picture of captain ahab having come or lord ahab having come across harry the camel once before and almost caught him but harry just happened to have seven league boots on and just (laughs) sonic the hedgehogged out of there yep also, this would be a great little kind of like mini scenario too for your players to get a magical item drop. Ooh, that's true. That if they manage to kill the camel, if they figure out their magical items, Ahab doesn't care about the item that just wants the camel. Yeah. So he will give them whatever the camel has. That's fine. He just wants his item back and then you can have everything else. I think this is the only one we've made that I would say works really well as a side quest. Yeah. Just purely as a side quest. You don't have to have a huge... You you can make it, and we will definitely make it. A scenario that would be a one-shot. But otherwise, this could be purely a side quest. If you're out in the desert, and you just happen upon the guy that, that is asking for people to go out camel <laughs> wrestling with him, this would make for a really fun side adventure for your party and give them the opportunity to get magic items. Yeah. You could also like meet him in the desert, too. So if you're as you're yeah. traveling through, you meet him. You help him out for, you know, the next week while you're traveling together in the same direction, he'll pay you. And then all of a sudden you get sidetracked. And it doesn't have to be camels, you know, because that, that's a big location. Location is my big thing with the side quest is what makes sense in the area you're at. This would make sense if you're needing horses, cows, if you're in the desert going after whales. Yeah, if you wanted to make it a beetle, even like a giant beetle mm-hmm. that they ride. Mm-hmm. You could potentially put this in Cholt even to some degree if you wanted to the and dinosaurs. have them, yeah, have them gathering up stuff that way. Just basically a very hostile environment that not only do they have to try to survive the encounters, they have to survive to the next day. Yeah, anything that's an extreme hostile environment because that's what makes Moby Dick yeah. so great and the desert so great. I so think, yeah, as a hostile yeah. environment. Because like you said, even with, as much as it does make it a bit more serious, if you're on a boat in the middle of the ocean or even stuck in a giant lake, do you really want to try to get out? <laughs> Okay, so that's four of our seven. Yep. So I think the main thing for me to figure out is exactly what happens when they get to the camel. Because I think there does need to be a point where they do encounter Harry. And either he has gained a level of sentience, probably not enough to be able to hold conversations, but at least to be able to think smarter than an actual just animal who's scared. I've got an answer for that, but I think that's going to be for my own personal story. Gotcha. So what is what is something else that we want to add on to this that we think it needs? 
this one actually seems fairly simple and straightforward as much as we have again side quest yeah it's very Mm -hmm. it's a it is a true one shot as opposed to some other things we've done this one could very easily be run within a session even around other stuff yeah i think adding in the magic items is the thing that this needs to boost it up over the top that that actually makes it a decent scenario i really can't think of anything Did it, does anyone have something that's drastically different? Yes. Okay, Emily, you can go last <laughs> if you're cool with that. Oh, I'm cool with that. Okay. Mine is very much far left, kind of like Isaac's was, completely different. Okay. Yep, I can go first if I want to go counterclockwise or clockwise, technically. Yeah, that's fine. These have been two very good prompts today. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm liking very, this Very, very good. I'm liking what came out of this one. <laughs> I, I think I'm as ready as I'm going to get. Yeah. Emily, do you need another minute or are you good? I'll be done by the time y'all get around to me. Alrighty. We'll start with Marie. Alrighty. So, so what you got, Queen? For me, I would start off with setting your players up. I think I like the idea of sticking with the desert for the most part, just because I don't think I really get to do much there. Deserts tend to be just the area you may or may not get to eventually, but having the desert, at least the edge of the desert, and having your players basically getting to be hired on a temporary basis to go and gather loose camels. Nothing major about that. Guy hires you. He looks kind of crazy. I imagine this is a town where everyone looks crazy. So it really doesn't matter how he looks. And you can just make an easy buck. You got a week to kill. Not a big deal. You go out there and I would have them actually roll to get cattle initial or cattle. I just say that a lot because it's so close. But have them roll to get camels initially. So they are actually gathering camels that they can use to get a paycheck with. However, they eventually come across the great white camel. (laughs) And John, who has hired them, freaks out and goes to chase it down. And at this point, it's revealed to the party that he owned this camel once. The camel tried to kill him, at least in his own words. And it ran off and he never found it. But it has an item on it that is attracting other magical items to it that he wants back. Plus, he also wants to kill this camel because he's slightly insane. So the party has to decide whether or not they go with Ahab to try to fight this camel, who now has crazy abilities because magical items. Or do they just take the camel they have and head back to town? Building that in gives your players the options of just abandoning him if they want to or if it gets too dangerous. And they also have to balance out, you know, do they want a paycheck still or they just want to call it done and leave. So this makes it a much smaller story, so it works really well as a side quest just while your party is in between missions or in between goals. So there's an easy way for them to make a buck. They can just get these camels. Ahab runs off. They say he's fine and just head back to town. They may or may not find out what happens to him in the future. You never know. (laughs) But for me, I would keep it simple. For the magical items, I would try to balance out. I would try to give Harry the camel some very nice stats. (laughs) Give him something with speed. Give him something with intelligence so he can actually think within combat terms to some degree. So he's an actual threat. So rather than him just being a scared prey animal, he's actually a predator of sorts now. Basically, you're being hunted by a camel in the distance as you continually to try to leave the desert. He stalks you slowly. And then also give him some kind of weapon. I like the idea of acid because you can definitely do acid spit. Because you have the idea of acid splash of just normal camel spit. Multiply that and make it damaging. And that's his main attack. So 
it's super simple and probably kind of silly, I'm sure, but that would be what I would do with it. I mean, that is the goal here. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. It is super simple, but it's very silly. So <laughs> mission accomplished. Uh, I was, just for the sake of putting a twist on it, I was thinking about splitting the original owner of the camel from this Ahab guy that we're working with. So you come to Ahab and he talks about this white camel that shot him. And it's been eluding him, or or he talks about it once you come across it. Eventually you're going to come across it. But it's not that he owned the camel, he just wants revenge on the camel. Later down the line, when you actually catch up to the camel, it turns out that the camel has this item. Its previous owner could be irrelevant. It could be something that you need, just whatever device you want to make that. I would focus in on the item, though, that the, that is on the camel. And this camel has an item that maybe has a spirit of a dragon, which, as I understand, are very insistent on, is it greed? Mm-hmm. They, they hoard money. They hoard items. So it makes sense that the camel has been gathering all these items because that's just what the spirit of the item has kind of done. The item has an agenda, so it made the camel sentient. And it got the camel into places that it needed to go. Then I would build some lore around the camel if you needed to. And give it things on its person that are the magical items in line with either what the characters need at that time. Kind of like I think you guys have done in in, in, in games that we've done. If we needed an item, there was a convenient spot for us to find a parallel item. You could do that with them. And also, if you have someone who's smart, it'd be... Well, if a camel can really go that fast, it's probably because they have boots of speed. And they throw that idea in there. The rest of the party just dismisses it. Oh, it's this legend of a really quick white camel. No, the camel is legitimately wearing two pairs of boots of speed. And it's this is the most odd thing I've ever come across. Eh, you, you need the item, so you get it. It's pretty lucky, you know? And maybe the camel has a bazooka mounted to its side or something. That's how he shot someone. It legitimately shot, you know, a crossbow on its back, or you could have a trebuchet on its back. I want a legitimate reason for this camel to have been the one to attack the other person with a weapon. I would play with the camel. It's a pretty simple, straightforward thing. I would also do it in the desert, although close second would definitely be a whale in the ocean. It's just all this stuff is inside the whale. So Mm -hmm. if you needed something, just have a giant whale. Uh, what what is it from uh, Pinocchio? Like Monstro. Monstro. Yeah, that they end up in. Mm-hmm. There may be something you could do there too. I want to point out one thing that we all forgot about is I think it's actually a three point five item is gloves of hands. Gloves of hands. Or is that what it's called? Basically, they're gloves so. that you put on that no matter what type of appendage you have, they act like hands. <laughs> so the camel has a boots of speed, and then also has gloves of hands on the front. <laughs> So it has actual hands. That camel's really tall. Oh, it's walking? Yeah, they could walk around and then you just pick something up. And you're it's like, oh, what? That, oh, man. When you say appendage, that means that the camel's tail is also a hand. <laughs> and the humps are hands. Smack, smack, smack. If it's an appendage. Oh, if you want to count okay. it as yeah. an appendage. But that is also an option for magical item to give him a little bit more flexibility. Because you could then have a camel fighter with a sword. That works for me. So for me, I because I'm obsessed with items, the item is what intrigued me the most. And I think if you play this right, this could be really, 
really funny to do. <laughs> so you have your characters. I liked the the kind of starter that Isaac was heading to, heading down, where you start off your party as they are in a dungeon and they're going through and they finish the dungeon and where the item is supposed to be at the end of this dungeon, it's just not there. And so now they have to find out what oh, happened to that item. And that then, as they head back into town after having failed all of this, heading back into town, they run across a person who invites them back out into the desert to at least get some funds before they leave town so they have something in their pocket. This person is grizzled-looking, Is it, it looks like he spent years out in the desert. Somehow, this man who is probably around your party's age has spent years out in the desert. And you get them to sign up with him, they go out into the desert to rustle up some camels, and while they're out there in the desert, they run across a silhouette one evening of a camel running through the desert that has all manner of barbs or something sticking off of it. And throughout the course of this, you introduce this camel almost as the this Moby Dick analogous creature that shows up every once in a while. The party doesn't really get up in arms unless this camel shows up, but as soon as it does... That grizzled-looking man that you were with tries to get you to catch it. If any of the players decide to try to shoot it or actually physically attack it, Ahab will take them down. Not because he's the one that wants to kill him himself, but as you will realize, Ahab originally owned this camel. And here's, here's this lore that you get. Ahab originally owned this camel. Ahab originally went out on an expedition with this camel to find an item and whilst out in the desert, he was a very bad man who decided he did not want to die. Upon his person, he had a amulet of life exchange that if he was to take damage, the person wearing the amulet would take the damage instead. Ooh. Somehow that amulet ended up on Harry and Harry has been transferring all damage given to him over to Captain Ahab. So you actually have to physically catch this camel without damaging it for Ahab to survive. So Ahab will be stopping you every step of the way. And then, of course, all of the other shenanigans we've mentioned of this camel running away and such. But once you actually come upon this camel and actually manage to get there, you will find out that this camel does not have a massive stash of items. He has gotten maybe two or three things in total, one of which is the amulet of life stealing, one of which would be something that, that would give him that speed that he's gotten, and maybe one or two things that he's run across, perhaps including the item that was supposed to be in that dungeon. And that's it. All of that legend was Ahab trying to build it up to get people to go with him to capture a camel. Because how are you going to get people <laughs> to follow along and capture a camel when you can just find them in the desert? That one specific one. That is how I would run this. I think if you want to make it as Moby Dick parallel as possible, have a wind sail ship that they ride on as they go through that sails along the desert with the wind. And as Harry the camel keeps being encountered, eventually at the end of this, if they continue to pursue Harry, knowing all of this, Harry can eventually just destroy the thing. And now they're abandoned in the desert. And you've got your ending just like Moby Dick. I love that idea. What would be funny is if at some point when Ahab tackles someone about to shoot the camel, they turn and they smack Ahab in the face, and someone else rolls perception, and they see the camel kind of did a weird thing to the left. <laughs> uh, right <laughs> about the same time you hit Ahab. So it's a two-way street. That would be that would be cool. 
See, the problem with doing it that way is why hasn't Ahab just hurt himself to stop the camel? That's why I like it being a one-way street. If it's a one-way street, he knows he has to capture it, but he doesn't know how without damaging it. (laughs) And especially with seven league boots on, this camel's fast. Uh Uh-huh. And camels are already fast. (laughs) I love it. Absolute chaos. Feels like the line from the scenario of, well, why haven't you caught it before? Have you seen camels are fast? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. All right, Darkling, you said you got out of left field, so what do you got? So very similar to all the others, and this goes, I did like the idea of the desert and a camel, camel rustler named Camel Face Arab. Why is he named that? Well, he's got a split lip. He's been in a few fights. Looks kind of rough, kind of like the type of mountain man you'd see in the mountains, except he's in the desert, leathered skin, very much not sane of mind. He's probably had heat stroke more times than is humanly possible, and yet has enough gray matter left that he's actually able to converse with people and be somewhat present, I guess you could say. But anyhow, if your team needs money, you are hired by this guy. He's like, oh yeah, we just need to go out into the desert, collect some camels. After four days of traveling into the desert on the fifth night, I see a white camel in the distance. And now you've had the introduction of, wait, why is that camel white? Why does it look white? And then Arab can see the camel, and he goes, ah, here's where I tell you of my quarry, a local camel. And he goes on to explain to you that he must kill this beast. And if you choose to prod him further, he might even just come out and say it. But if your party is not super perceptive, they might have noticed he's wearing a weird turban. But when he pulls his turban off, you see this crossbow bolt stuck in the back of his head. He must kill this camel because it shot him. Hmm? He must have its head. Well... Unbeknownst to the party, a rogue gnome is stowed away in the saddlebags. And the backstory of that, the reason why there's a gnome stuck in the saddlebags, is he has a bounty on him. And while on the ship, he jumped aboard the saddlebags to escape a bounty hunter because he's small and tiny and that's the best place to do. He can't turn invisible. But if your team chooses to attack the camel in an effort to bring it down, you do have a chance of dealing damage to the gnome hidden inside the saddlebags. So just be aware of that. I mean, you might not know until he's dead, but the gnome uses the camel in his raiding and thieving, and the legend has grown that there's this white camel that's always present when there's a theft made. It's never, it never has somebody riding it. It's always running the opposite direction of the town. This rogue, he's able to use the camel, and he hides in one of the saddlebags. He's made it his hideaway. So now he can use the reins, go left or right, wherever he needs to, and not be visible. So it looks like a phantom rider upon this camel. But if your team attacks the dromedary, yeah, you have a chance to kill it, but you can also do damage to this guy's bounty, and he's worth like 500 gold or something. But whether or not you kill the camel or the gnome, Arab will take his revenge. He will chop the camel's head off and be like, yes, I am vindicated. And you might have a bounty in there that he will deny, oh, yeah, that's the guy who shot me? Nah, it was the camel. Camel shot me with a crossbow <laughs> bolt. Totally camel. Yeah, camel did it. Even if you, you show the gnome with his crossbow and be like, see, Ahab, does this make sense? He'll be like, no, nah, camel did it. Because, Plausible deniability. Yeah, even if, <laughs> even if the gnome says, I shot you, and then shoots him again with a crossbow bolt, he'll still deny it and be like, oh, camel did it. And that's how I would run <laughs> this entire situation is just a gnome in the saddlebags of a camel as a dromedary rides away into the sunset. Camel is an epic thief. Possibly. Wanted by all towns in the area. <laughs> yeah, but it's... I like how blank scenarios essentially become how how can you do a one-shot that's not a dungeon crawl. Yeah. And I like that. 
Yeah. Because I'm not against dungeon crawls, but for somebody who's maybe run quite a few one-offs or just one-shot scenarios because your cousins are in town and you just have like 24 hours to spend with them until the holidays are done and everybody has to go back to real life, here you go. You want to play a dungeon? Create a character right fast. We're doing a dungeon crawl. And you're like, eh, I don't want to play dungeon crawl. We're not, <laughs> but create a character. And then you just go with this and you can pick a scenario. Super easy, really fun to set up. And maybe you have something built up that if you are able to do an actual campaign with the rest of your players, here you go. This could lead to something more. In which case you could pull out Isaac's, Casey's, or Marie's scenarios, blend them together and make a <laughs> homogenous beauty or looking at Isaac chaos that just complements everybody. And this is really fun. I like this idea. But that's how I would run my scenario. <laughs> I have someone out there that goes, what if the camel's actually a druid and it's a murder? Well, the camel's fault not shape-shifting back. Sorry. That's your <laughs> scenario. Yeah. To be fair, that was where I started this, mm -hmm. yeah. was that it was potentially a camel that was actually sentient and human. And from that, we now have combined Harry the camel with Moby Dick. <laughs> you said what you loved. This is what I loved, that we always start with a prompt. And they were like, yeah, but what if with this one thing that we love? Anyways, all right. I think that's a good place to end it. Right there. Yep. We have our camel in the night escaping off into the night. Moby camel scenario. Crossbows. Let us know if you run this, what animal you change it to, or if you keep Harry as a camel, because I would love to see what animals people end up running this with. That'd be interesting to get a menagerie going. On that note, this has been a blank scenario, and we will see you next time. <laughs> there she blows. everyone marie here back at you just wanted to say thanks for listening hope you enjoyed the episode if you did please be sure to leave us a review on itunes or your podcasting app of choice that helps us get noticed by some new listeners as well as make sure you share us with your friends because good things should be shared with everyone if you have any suggestions for what we should use for our next inspiration here in blank scenario be sure to contact us via facebook twitter or our gmail account if you'd like to support us monetarily, uh, giving us a dollar or two every month, you can hop over to our Patreon page, see what rewards we have over there. If there is a reward you would like to see, let us know, and we'll see if we can include that at some point. Hello! Bob Spuds here on the scene once again, reporting for Potato Candy Network. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing on your podcasting app of choice. If you have a scenario prompt you want us to use, send it to us on social networking with Instagram and Facebook at Potato Candy Network. And if you really liked us, consider supporting us on Patreon for bonus content monthly, such as behind-the-scenes sneak peeks, inspirations, and future episode previews. Check out our brother show, Dreadful Tales, for some taut tension, full, truly terrifying tales of terror. <laughs> Got that on the first try, you know. And finally, please leave us a review, as it helps your recommendations and helps others find the hard work we do here at Potato Candy Network. Oh, and friendly reminder, if someone asks you if you're a god, don't think of marshmallows. <laughs> Nobody likes that guy.